Welcome to the $100 MBA show because your business needs you at your best. That's why we deliver daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's lesson, you will learn how to upgrade your website hosting when you start growing. As your business starts to grow and more and more people are visiting your website, what served you in terms of website hosting when you got started is just not going to cut it. Things will be slow, they'll be sluggish, and the experience for your customers will not be ideal. In fact, it can cause you to lose customers and create a bad reputation for your buying experience. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to know when to start upgrading your hosting. Hosting is like the server power that powers your website. When is it time? What are your options? How much does it cost? And what's the procedure in going about making this happen? In my journey as an entrepreneur, I've used all different kinds of website hosting. I've upgraded my hosting several times. I've been through different phases. So no matter how tech savvy you are or not, I'm going to give it to you in plain English how to take care of your website as you grow. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Feeling stuck in your job, Bank of America's The Academy of Consumer and Small Business helps you develop a long-term career path. Through peer mentorships, immersive programs, and a variety of clear, distinct paths, you can reach the next level in your career. Take your first step towards a long-term career path at careers.bankofamerica.com. All right, your business is rolling, you're starting to grow, you're getting more traffic to your website, to your blog. And you need to start upgrading your website. Things are slowing down. So first of all, you may not realize how much traffic you're getting. So the first thing you need to do is make sure you have a way to know how many visitors you're getting a month. An easy way to do that is Google Analytics. We have a episode on Google Analytics here on the show. You can just search our website over at 100mba.net slash show. But depending on how you manage your website, whether you have a Squarespace site or a Wix site or a WordPress website or a custom built site, some of these frameworks have these tools in them. But Google Analytics is probably the uh, most surefire way to know your visitors per month. Now, you might be getting a lot of visitors for several reasons, whether People are checking out your website, your product, your blog posts, your podcast episodes. You got mentioned in an article. Somebody's referring you. You can get some traffic. Now, when you're starting out and you're getting, you know, a thousand, two thousand, ten thousand visitors a month, a shared hosting solution is totally fine. And when I say shared hosting, most of us, when we sign up for a website like on Squarespace or Weebly or any of those website builders, You're on a shared host. That means that you're on a server that's shared with other users. So the whole server is not yours. And that's totally fine because you don't have a lot of traffic. You don't need all that power in the first place. And when you're getting started, you just want to get started as low cost as possible. But if your site is growing and your business is growing, you don't want to have any kind of interruption of service or a slow site where pages load slowly, where things time out, especially during checkout. So in this case, you're going to need to upgrade. So no matter what you use for your website, the first thing is to know, hey, when is it time to upgrade? And in my opinion, once you start hitting two to 300,000 visitors a month, it's time for you to start thinking about getting what's called 
a dedicated server. Now, this doesn't mean you have to have an actual machine in your home or your office. This can be virtual. This could be in the cloud, and that's fine. But that just means that the whole server is yours. So again, this is why it's so important to know how many visitors you're getting every month. So once you hit that two to 300 mark, it's time for you to start considering this upgrade. Now, your first step is to contact whoever is hosting your site. If you don't know, find out who actually put your site together. It could be a web hosting solution like HostGator or Bluehost or something like that, or it could just be built into your website solution or builder like Squarespace or Weebly. Contact them because they most likely have a higher end package for somebody who wants a dedicated server. It's not something maybe they display on their site because not everybody is going to get to the point where you're talking about. Most people fizzle out before they get to two to 300 visitors. So pat yourself on the back. You're doing a great job. So you got to contact them and say, hey, I'm doing a great job. Can you upgrade my server to a dedicated server because I'm getting a lot of traffic and I don't want any kind of interruption of service or a slow experience? They should be able to help you out. And that's kind of the easiest way to do it. Now, if you have a custom server or you're working off a WordPress website where you're using something like WP Engine or you're hosting on like HostGator or something like that, you have a few options here. You can either move your site to your own server or you can ask these companies that you're already on to migrate you to a dedicated server or what they call a VPS, which is a virtual private server. Again, still in the cloud and everything like that, but now you have the server here yourself and you can have you know a million plus visitors and you're good to go. It's solid and it's a whole lot more reliable, but it's also quite expensive. Now, depending on who you're hosting with, it can range from $150 a month to maybe even $600 a month. Like with WP Engine, it's about $600 a month. WP Engine is like the premium hosting solution for WordPress websites. Their customer support is amazing. We've been using WP Engine uh, for a long time. Full disclosure, they are a partner of ours. Uh, we've been using them for years. If you want a discount, check out our site, 100mba.net slash resources. You'll see a uh, deal over there. But it is the pricer option, but it is the premium option. They're known for their service. They're known for their uptime. They're known for just amazing, amazing quality, speed, and reliability. And for us, our site is our baby. All our business is done online. We don't have a brick and mortar. So we can't take chances. We got to make sure that it's amazing. So moving to a dedicated server is going to cost you between $150 to $600 a month, but it's going to ensure you have stability. So now that you know that you need a certain amount of traffic to move up to a dedicated server and the price point, are there any other options? Well, yeah, there are. One of them is using either like something like AWS, Amazon Web Services, or something like DigitalOcean. This is like the Sam's Club or like the wholesale uh, shop for servers. It's going to cost you less to have a dedicated instance or server, but it's going to cost you some upfront money because you're going to need some help to set it up. It's not something pretty straightforward. And you can't just call up Amazon and say, hey, can you set me up my server over here? It's kind of a self-serve thing. So you'd have to hire a freelancer off Upwork or something like that and say, hey, I want to move my website from this place to this place. They're going to have to change your DNS and all that kind of stuff. It may take something between, you know, five and 10 hours at the most, you know, but I would say about five hours or so. So even if their hourly rate is about, you know, 70 or $80, took about like three or $400 or so. But it's done once and you're going to log in just like you normally log in. It's just that the server is going to live somewhere else. 
it's going to be more cost effective in the long term, but you don't have that like customer support, dedicated team looking after your server just in case you need any help or any kind of assistance. That's what you get with something like WP Engine or HostGator or things like that, where you can just contact them and say, hey, I want you to do something for me, and they take care of you. Something like DigitalOcean or AWS, it's self-serve. So now you know how much volume, how much traffic you need to have to start migrating and start improving and going to a dedicated server. You know that the first step is to contact your website host, whoever is running your website right now, and see if they have that option to go to a dedicated server. You have a couple other options going WP Engine, HostGator. They have some uh, options. HostGator is on the lower end of the price. WP Engine is on the higher end. Or you can go low cost for a dedicated server with AWS or DigitalOcean, but you're going to have to have some sort of setup, somebody to come in and set you up and migrate your site to that infrastructure. So what's my recommendation? What do I think you should do when you're upgrading? Well, I'll share that in a moment. But before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. SmartWater is proud to support the ones who are eager to get down to business. The innovators that believe fresh thinking can be found anywhere. That's why they created two new ways to hydrate. New Smart Water Alkaline and Smart Water Antioxidant. Smart Water Alkaline has 9 plus pH to keep you hydrated while you're on the move. Whether you're climbing up a mountain or doing mountain climbers on your mat, grab a bottle of Smart Water Alkaline to move with you. Or if you're looking for a moment of zen, Smart Water Antioxidant with added selenium helps you find balance for your body and mind. So the next time you're craving me time, Grab Smart Water Antioxidant. And now, there's a new way to order Smart Water. Just ask, Alexa, order Smart Water, and the rest is taken care of. Yourself will thank yourself. Smart Water. That's pretty smart. To wrap up today's lesson, I want to give you my recommendation to what you should do if it's time to upgrade. I would first contact whoever's hosting your website. If you have a Squarespace site, one of those page builder sites where they actually host your website for you, not only give you the tools to do it. If you're not sure if it does it for you, then you could just contact them and say, hey, do you host my website as well? And they'll tell you yes or no. If they do, ask them, do they have a way to move to a dedicated server to improve your hosting? If they do, go with that option first. Why? Because moving off a page builder type of website like Squarespace or Weebly or Wix, it's not an easy thing. You'd have to kind of reproduce the site somewhere else. But if you have something like a WordPress website or a custom built website and you're using a different kind of hosting, again, find out who's hosting your website. See if upgrading it is an option. If you want premium service and you're on WordPress, I highly recommend WP Engine. If you're into savings, you want to save money long term, and you're pretty tech savvy, like you have a degree in computer engineering, then AWS is a good option, Amazon Web Services. Remember, there's no support there. If something goes down, you got to take care of it. So the first two options are better for somebody who just doesn't want to worry about it or doesn't have like a dedicated systems admin to take care of your website. Or there you have it, guys. This is a good problem to have, upgrading your server. That means you're getting a lot of people visiting your website and you need more power. It doesn't make sense when you get started to have a dedicated server, especially for your sales website and all that kind of stuff, because you're still trying to see if this thing has legs, if people actually want what you're selling. Upgrading later on should be pretty painless if you follow the steps I just shared with you today. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe right now. And while you're there, why don't you leave us a rating and review on iTunes or on whatever you like to use to listen to podcasts. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. 
If you have somebody who kind of takes care of this for you, like a web person that is on retainer, that's good and all, but you should know where your site is hosted, where your domain is registered, what kind of site you have and all that kind of stuff. It's just good to know so if you ever sell your business, you know where these assets live. Also, it's also good to kind of just cross-reference the choices that somebody else made for you. Is it the best option for you? Is it the best economical option? Is it the best option in terms of performance for your website? So revisiting this on your own is a good thing, even if you have somebody taking care of it. Thank you so much for checking us out today, and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.